Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's going on, Fantasy Champs? My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. What's going on? I feel like I suck at fantasy football this year. I haven't even had any like real bad takes, but all my yeah. teams are just mid. You got a bunch of mid teams? I got a bunch of mid teams. Yeah, I feel like this is the exact same thing I said last year, but uh, I'm doing really good, except our home league. <laughs> I was hoping Any league that I'm trying to do good in, I'm doing good in. I'm actually in three redraft leagues, uh, including our home league. Okay. The other two, I think I'm five and one. And then I have this league. I just can't figure it out, dude. I don't. I don't know what it is. I can't. I can't figure it out. I just spilled like this freaking tea all over my shirt, and it's white. You can see. Good it job, on, dude. Was it hot tea? On the pod. No, it was cold. It's all <laughs> over my shirt right now. So good. Excuse me, by the way. I am kind of sick per usual. Oh, what else is new? I was sick last week, so there's that. But yeah, anyway, I- welcome into the pod. Um, we are going to recap week six because it is now in the books with the exception of week, uh, I mean, of uh, the Monday Night Football game, which we have not seen yet. Um, so keep an eye on, on that. I, I got to get, let's see, I got Tony Pollard and I'm playing Keenan Allen and I'm down by eight. So, well, it's a coming back to do tonight. If I win, I'm four and two. If I lose, I'm most likely three and three. That's not great. Yeah, that's not wonderful. Though. I'd love to be 4-2. and two. And I should have lost last week with DJ Moore's 49 points, but I'm getting shafted. <laughs> so anyway, um, we'll do booms and busts, and then we'll do some waiver wire stuff, and then uh, and then we'll end the show. Uh, we do have um, Thursday night preview, Jacksonville Jaguars versus Saints. The Saints, yep. We got that uh, coming up on the Wednesday show, so be sure to check that out. Um, before we jump into the show, check our website, fantasygamers.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, if, you're, if you're listening uh, through your audio devices, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, any of those platforms, please leave a review on the pod and share it with your friends. If you're watching YouTube, uh, be sure to subscribe, click that bell for notifications, like, and comment down below the questions you have for us. It helps the pod. We don't ask for your money. We ask for your likes and comments. Yeah. I don't understand, by the way. You, you people need to stop getting enraged. Whoa. Some what does dude, that mean? Some dude commented on our video last week and said okay. he, he disagreed with something we said about Dak Prescott. Okay. And he said, I disagree about Dak. I don't listen to your show. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> does that make you feel good? It's like people giving Yelp reviews. I was talking to my wife about this. Yelp reviews, right? Yeah, I'm, we look up restaurants. We're trying to find you know, around us. We haven't really found like a good pizza restaurant. Like a, a plate. We have a lot of really good like wood fire pizza places. But you, you know, like uh, just a good generic like pizza joint where all they make is pizzas and subs. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're looking for. I'm looking for a solid like I can call it up. It'll come to my house. Kind of right. pizza place. Classic um, pizza spot. Yeah, and I just haven't been able to find it. All of them get. So I found one. And I was reading the reviews, and I'm like. When you're looking at restaurant reviews, you have to find out which people are complaining about the service and which people are complaining about the food. And if it, if all of them are just complaining about the service, then that most likely most likely means the food is fine. But if right. they're complaining about the food, then it's just a big X. You got to stay away. So uh, the amount of people that just complain about stupid stuff 
The one pizza place, the guy said he walked in and there was a long line and that was his one-star review. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm like, bro, what? Do you have nothing better Shouldn't to do? Shouldn't that mean it's probably a good thing because there's a lot of people there, which means it's a popular... I guess. I don't know, like, but the dope... I mean, that's kind of crazy. So I'm, I just don't understand what people, like, they go online and they leave these comments and it's like, what? Do you, what, what? What? Do you have no, like... I take time on my Monday for this. I don't care about the haters, but like, like you disagree with my take. That's fine. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's yeah. kind of odd. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, you know, long <laughs> monologue short, let's get to the booms and busts. Talk yeah. about some guys that exploded and didn't. So for quarterbacks, this is a suck bag quarterback week. Um, not a lot of huge performances. Maybe that changes tonight. We got Justin Herbert. We got uh, Dak Prescott. No? Yeah, Dak Prescott. Yeah, Dak Prescott. So maybe we get a good performance out of those guys. But so far, uh, we have it's not great performances. This might be the worst uh, quarterback week I think I've seen. I, I sorted the numbers, and I was like, freaking what? Yeah. It, mean, it means, like, I, I started Stroud over, over Gino, which – and it ended up working out because Dino had 12 and Stroud had 17. So I don't know what it looked like in a non five point touchdown league. 15, which I mean, yeah. This week was still like QB 12 or something like that. Yeah, but I, I didn't get smoked at quarterback. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so Jalen Hurts had 22.9, one touchdown, three interceptions. He had a bad real life game. Uh, the Eagles lost to the Jets. That's demoralizing. Isn't that crazy that Hurts had like an awful game in real life but he was still the number one fantasy quarterback because he had 47 yards rushing in a touchdown yeah dude i was i was thinking like oh you know he sucks so bad maybe i can reach out to the guy that has him and and um nope no that's not gonna happen you don't think so you don't think i can get him in a trade probably not oh all right uh anyway number number <laughs> maybe two you could i mean if you're willing to give to a pack for your team that's true uh, number two, Tua, Tungavailoa, he had 22.5 fantasy points. The Miami Dolphins continue to roll offensively um, every other week. Number three, Jared Goff, 22.4. King Goff. He's, Top five fantasy quarterback. Yeah, I was about to say that. He's um he's cooking. It's not going to last. It's really. Well, you know, it might. Yeah. What are they? You know, what are they? What are they in the last like? He uh, might finish top. He finished tenth last year. I could see that. What happening. are they in the last fourteen think, games? Twelve and yeah, two. Yeah, I, I I still think he's going to be top five. Because even if even if he keeps up his success, mm-hmm. he's not throwing for like three hundred fifty yards and multiple touchdowns. Like they might win a couple games yeah, yeah, where yeah, they yeah. get two rushing touchdowns and Goff doesn't do anything. But it's just a consistent like around fifteen to twenty points a week. You know what I mean? He's at 14, 23, 19, 12, 27, and 22. Um, yeah. So, I mean, some of those, like 14, 12 are bust weeks, but he's been just consistently hovering right around 20, which is what you want. Uh, yeah. So, hey, he's a good, decent start. I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Um, all right, some busts at quarterback. Justin Fields snapped his thumb in half, but he wasn't going anywhere anyway. No. Um, yeah, he, he played five, the first half and it wasn't looking good. No, he had five point nine fantasy points. Now, you know, I've seen him do that before, where he goes out in the first half and he's poop nuggets, and then he goes off. <laughs> yeah, and just breaks a fifty yard touchdown. Yeah, run. something stupid. So it could have changed, but he wasn't uh, panicked. Now they did say he is doubtful for this week. The coach said that this morning, so I was waiting to mm. see. 
you know, um, it's so funny. There's a person in our league, in our home league, that it's very, I talked to Rick about this, very hard to trade with this guy because he'll, if it's Monday or Tuesday and he loses, he overreacts. So you can make a, you can make him pull a trade on Monday and Tuesday. But if you get to Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, if you're listening to this, Brandon, this is how I, this is how I know when to make trades with you. Um, but Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, if you get past Wednesday, any deal, he's going to mull a deal over and then he's going to be like, oh, I got to wait till Sunday to see it. He was so you got to make the deal before Wednesday. He was very interested in a deal that I had for Justin Fields. And I could tell because he didn't decline it in Sleeper. I texted him. He's like, yeah, so I've been thinking about it. I'm like, all right. And then he didn't give me the runaround about like I gotta see him play, but it was a I want to see him play this Sunday first. So then he sucked. Obviously, I take just a tip for fantasy football: if you have trade offers on the table going into the yeah, one o'clock yeah. games, take them out. Take, yeah, take them down before the game starts on Sunday, so you don't get fricked on a you know injury trade or something like that. Um, because I will never veto those trades. You made that mistake. So anyway, yeah. If you ever play in a league with Morgan, so I took him off. Yep, one thousand percent. Um, I took him. I took the trade away. Just you know, after the games, and then he sucked. So now I'm like, do I go back and try to make the trade again? You even want to do that? I don't know because he's going to be out next week. Yep. And then the tank is on. I just yeah. Anyway, so (laughs) (laughs) number two. Uh, Kirk Cousins had 8.7. Um, he was just playing bad this game. Uh, Rick, did you watch the Vikings game? I unfortunately did for a decent amount. Okay. Was it, was it as bad as it looks here? Yeah. I mean, he, he had 21 completions on 181 passing yards. Okay. What is that? Like seven yards per completion. Um, yeah. That's and like you that. were right. They, you know, they were, they were trying to run the ball more and they also were doing a lot of dump offs. Like Madison had seven targets this week. Yeah. Which, side note, Alexander Madison, your boy, 2.4 yards per carry this week on 18 carries. Yeah, listen, Uh, it's just volume, man. But he still had 11 fantasy points because he had seven targets. That's because the only thing that they need to worry about now is the the running game. Yeah, Um, I mean, you you, you said that. I, I agreed with you when you said that their offense would be a lot worse without Jefferson. It's Justin Um, Jefferson. Because it's Justin Jefferson. I thought it would look okay versus the Bears. It did not. But it did not. So uh, that just makes me even more worried for the 49ers coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's all downhill. Let's just say that. Yeah, that's not good. Um, all right. So then we had uh, Brock Purdy, who had 8.7 as well. If you started the Brock Star, uh, <laughs> you... <laughs> there is a following, there's a Colt. MVP Brock Purdy. There's a there's a Brock Purdy Colt. He's the it, next Tom Brady. And it took an L this week. Yeah. So, it is interesting though, and this just shows how good the 49ers are that he could have a game as bad as he did, and the offense could pretty much suck as much as they did, and they still were a field goal away at the end of the game. If they make the field goal at the end, because I don't know, did you watch that game or the end of it? I wasn't able to watch the end of it because it was um it was going while the Pats game was going. So Brock Purdy at the end did drive him down the field. And yeah, they got they, to like the 25-yard line. They missed the field goal. And then they missed the field goal. Yep. Nice. So as bad as it was, they still almost won. But I don't understand the Brock Purdy cult, not going <laughs> to lie. But the people are starting him in fantasy football, and he's been decent fantasy football. Yeah. I want to see what his... Um... Well, he's still a good like stream. 
Yeah, Purdy. He's QB nine right QB9 now. QB nine right now. Yep, 107 fantasy points. So he was before this week. He actually had 16, 14, 20, 23, and uh, 26. I want to just see what his numbers were through five weeks. Through five weeks, Brock Purdy was QB seven. So, um, you know, he was actually doing okay. And I know uh, there were some teams in different leagues that, I in, that I'm in that were starting Purdy. So Purdy is on this list because people probably started him. So bust. Yep. All right. Booms at the running back position. We have Raheem Most Hurt. 34.2. I mean, it don't matter. It don't matter who's running the football for the for the freaking Dolphins. They're just going to Yeah, I 30. saw uh, A-Chain was out, Jeff Wilson was out, and the Panthers ranked 31st in the league against the run. Mm-hmm. So, in all my daily lineups, I had Raheem Mostert in every single one. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, this is why I have Jeff Wilson on my IR right now, because inevitably, Devin A-Chain and uh, Mostert will not be in a game. True. And Wilson will take over and run for a thousand yards again. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, Dolphins continue to roll. Uh, Travis Etienne continuing to make the the tanks Bigsby people look stoop. Uh, yeah, twenty three point three fantasy points. He's been really good. He's scoring a lot of touchdowns. That's why the it, it's really funny because ever since I texted you that he was very unimpressive so far this year, mm-hmm. literally since the moment I sent that text, he put up thirty six and then twenty three. Yeah, you need to like chill. No, I think he was. I I think I did him a favor. You heard him? Did he heard you? He was like, Yeah, I think so. Um. All right, and then Kyron Williams with twenty uh twenty one. Is that what it is? Twenty one point eight. Yeah, dude. Um, he had a really good game. Problem with Kyron. Um, he's expected to be out week seven because he had some. He sustained some kind of ankle injury at the end of the game. Um, it's Spring not ankle. expected to be a long term concern, but they said he's gonna miss one mm-hmm. week. Uh, Ronnie Rivers, their backup, is also cooked. So it might be uh, Zach Evans' time. Oh, the rookie. Yeah, there the you rookie. go. So, um, which you know, uh, to be honest with you, you miss time, and Zach Evans comes in and he looks anywhere decent. Kyron Williams could be dead. Yeah, <laughs> that's, it's a possibility. That's a, that's a possibility. So, um, I'd consider making Zach a, a waiver wire ad, but we'll talk about that in a second. Um, and then we have Bust David Montgomery at four point three. Dude, I ranked him so high this week. I don't even. I quit. He got hurt. Oh, did he? Yeah. He, right, well, he's he's out. He's already rolled out for next week. So the Gibbs hype lives on. Would you like to trade me, uh, Jameer? No. Whatever, bro. Uh, well, maybe actually. Jameer we'll Gibbs for for Alexander Madison. Suck for suck. Easy trade. Uh, I think that's a fair deal, but I don't like Madison, so I gotta like the player. I, I get back. I can't stand you. Uh, and then we had James Cook, 7.1 fantasy points. He's been starting as a flex or an RB2 in a lot of leagues, so mm-hmm. he busted out this week. Javante Williams came back. He got 7.2, um, so not great there. Uh, wide receiver booms. We had Amon Ross St. Brown with 30.4. Now, I noticed something funky going on, and I wish I could see my rankings for uh, week six. Uh-huh. Because I don't remember where he was, but I remember he was ranked like 30 something or 20 something. Because he was cons- questionable, I think. Going by in. the consensus. And I moved his butt right up to like eight. Yeah, that so was smart. I was like, ain't no way, home dog. And uh, he balled out. So, Monroe St. Brown, good at football. Guess who is kind of come out of nowhere and been like a freaking superstar? And yep. it looks like he has a second life. We signed Juju. We could have signed uh, Adam Thielen, New England Patriots. But well, Adam you would hate Thielen too because he also creates zero separation. 
Anytime anyone plays zone, though, he gets open. And here's the thing. That's what a slot receiver does, home dog. Yeah, I know. It's true. But, you know, our strategy of, like, always taking, like, younger guys at the end of the draft. Yep. Daylene was one of those guys that I was okay with because mm-hmm. his opportunity was just so – it was glowing. He's uh, he, wide receiver There's nobody else in that wide receiver room. Wide receiver three right now. Yeah. I it's don't crazy. think it'll continue, to be completely honest with you. I think at no, some no, point no. it's, it's going to come down to earth. But um, <laughs> very interesting. Twenty uh, Since week two, 20, 31, 15, 27, 28. He's like – yeah. He's like Cooper Cup right now. Yeah. I didn't even see this bus, but Cooper Puka Nakua had six this week. Ooh, that's not good for yeah. the Puka, the Puka people. Nope, not at all. And then Tyree Kill, the more, just a normal day at the office. Twenty eight. It really is. Fantasy points. He's gonna be. And then he's gonna be wide receiver one. Cooper Cup also put up twenty eight this week, so he's back. Yeah, Cup is back. Um, all right, bus this week we had Debo with one point one. I believe he got hurt, so. Believe he did as well. Yeah, uh, T. Higgins had. Four. He, only, he got hurt in the first quarter. That sucks. Yeah, you starting him. Uh, T. Higgins sucks. Four fantasy points. Uh, yeah, I don't. I think I don't know if it's because he's injured or the Bengals' offense sucks, but mm-hmm. he has not been good. You I do what? think he's due though for like a thirty-five point game. Out you know of who looks good though? Who? Joe's looking fresh. He looked okay. He looks. Um, he, he definitely looked better. No, I'm not. I'm week. not even talking about um, uh, the performance that he put up because last week he looked significantly better. But um, I just mean like he's he's escaping sacks. He's running around like his leg looks. Yeah, better. he's moving. He's moving better in the pocket. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think the Bengals will be fine. They started one and three, and now they're what three and three. <laughs> yeah, but they got 49ers and Bills the next two weeks. Watch them clean up. Maybe. Um, and then Jerry Judy had 4.4. Just just hoping for a trade at this point. I was. Gonna, do you think he's dead if he's on the Broncos, as long as he's on the Broncos? Um, I don't think he's completely dead because I think the Broncos' offense will get slightly better as the season goes along. Um, and I don't think that he's going to be a four. Like, you know, everything gets – everything on Thursday night football and Monday night football and Sunday night football gets, like, freaking – like – Everything's in a ma- it's a, like you're watching the game in a magnifying glass. So everything gets magnified, amplified. amplified thank you. And um, like that whole thing pregame where he was trash talking like Steve Smith, whatever, and like yeah. just all this nonsense going on. And then he gets four points. It was just like a bunch. Like he's had some okay games this year, and he's gotten some decent target share. Um, but like this was just like all bad things going together at once to the point where everyone's like, Oh, Jerry Judy just sucks. And it's like, all right, let's not go that far. Dude had a bad right. Thursday night football game. Like, let's chill. All right. I agree. I will say that I'm, I'm definitely more down on him than I have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not doing anything fantasy football wise to make you believe, but uh, well, me. even like on the, the field, whole... like, did you, did you see some of that game? Yeah. I watched the whole thing. Did you? So there was a, there is a play where he got, Russell Wilson was getting pressure. And he just chucked it up in the air uh-huh. to Judy, and it was in the end zone. I think it was incomplete. That was a hard play, though. That wasn't going to be. It was a hard play, but like some receivers, like will go up and just grab it. Like Judy doesn't have that. Like you need to put the ball on him. Mm-hmm. He's not going to win a jump ball. He's not going to like. Yeah. Which I get. It's not really his type of receiver either, but still, like 
Yeah, he's a, he's just an elite. He's an elite route runner that can get open. He's not the type of guy that does does the fifty. He's, a, he's not going to make crazy catches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he might at times, but like just not in that way. That's that's like T. Higgins comes down with that, but not not Jerry Judy. Yeah, but like you know, you you like guys that like this is football terminology, but like the strong hands, like guys that will go and just they will catch the ball yeah, with their hands. Don't sound too much like a scout there, bud. Yeah, well, you know. He's, he's got strong Whatever. hands. Yeah, Jerry Judy's hands are not what he's known for. No, that's true. Um, but, yeah, so uh, the the hope for me as a Jerry Judy uh, owner is is the, is the that he gets traded to the Chiefs. Yeah, that's true. To, I, that's, to the, to that's the Chiefs. Best, best case scenario. The, the Chiefs is not going to happen because they're in the same division <laughs> as Denver, so I'm trying to think of another option. Maybe, maybe – oh, no, I don't want that to happen, but maybe Buffalo. The rumor was the Colts called about Jerry oh, Judy, which get, is... get out of here, Colts. <laughs> Just so random. The Browns also have liked him a lot, so I don't know what that would mean for his fantasy value, but um, yeah. So I, I, I would my my hope is that he goes somewhere good, you know, somewhere somewhere that he can get the ball thrown to him. Um, all right, tight end booms and busts. We got Travis Kelsey twenty one point four, so he was good. The um, usual. The usual. Dalton Schultz. I was actually thinking about this because he had a really good matchup this week, and I was like, I, you know, I was trying to find a tight end for my week, and I went with Zach Ertz on the waiver wire, but I had the opportunity to possibly trade for Dalton Schultz. You know, stack him with my Stroud skis. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, he got 16 points this week and had a good week. So uh, trade would have been smart, but I I didn't do it, and I stuck with Zach and got four. So prick me. <laughs> I would have won if I made that trade. So there's that. Pain. pain and suffering. That that is that is pain. Uh, and then Kyle Pitts looked made me look like a dope <laughs> with my sit this week. Fifteen last week, fourteen this week. Kyle Pitts is it's he right. here? Is my, it here? I watched him and I was like, oh boy, it's happening. I still don't think it is because oh. necessarily because I it's I never been a dynasty league. <laughs> It's to me at least. It has never been about Kyle Pitts. It's about Desmond Ritter in the situation. That's fair, but how many which years, I still don't necessarily think has improved because he's had two good weeks. How many years you got to suck before it just goes backwards? Because his snap percentage is still only like fifty-five percent. Yeah, sure. It's not good. Um, okay, George Kittle. The George Kittle experience continues. It's a, it's a, like I'm not gonna lie. This is a struggle, but this is a struggle bus. Yeah, George Kittle. Like, can like I, I'm see my thing is I had I had tra- I T J Hawkinson last year. So to me, having the crap games is a, is is not a like it's part of the territory of having a tight end like that. Mm-hmm. But this is tough. This is like you really gotta like clench your teeth and get through it you know what i mean like, really just like, i think this week though he, he probably gets like 20 again oh yeah for sure that's definitely what's gonna happen especially if the he was on playing we'll be talking about next week george kittle being on the booms list yeah uh we had logan thomas 1.2 i know a lot of people were talking about starting him this week because he's been good um not good this week yeah i think i had the worst starts and sits i've ever had this week <laughs> and then you also had hunter henry as a start correct I did, yeah. I told you that was a bad idea. Like, you, how do you yeah, watch the Patriots' I, offense the last two weeks and be like, "I want Hunter Henry"? You know, I thought it would look a little better, and it did look a little better. It just went to all, everything went to Kendrick Bourne. You know what the problem is? Is that um, 
maybe this will change as weeks go along, but uh, every team is seeing the Patriots and their their running zone. I mean, they're running man. And uh, when yeah. they run zone, Hunter Henry just cooks it because Mac loves to throw it in the seam, and that's where Hunter Henry is legit always open. Right. And uh, but the problem is, you like they have zero zero downfield weapons and zero yeah. ability to throw it down the field. So literally all they have to do is play man and stop the underneath stuff. And um, so you have this situation where Hunter Henry just can't really get open because there's no, like you watch the chiefs, right? Everyone's worried about Mahomes chucking it 60 yards down the field and scoring a touchdown. So they play zone a lot. Like a lot of teams play zone. And this is why Travis Kelsey, everyone's like, why are they not putting a guy on Travis Kelsey? Oh, it's so frustrating. It's like they're playing zone coverage. It's really simple. All he's got to do is run a freaking curl route or a hook route and just sit wide open. Yep. And then he turns around and runs over three guys. So that's, you know, that's how it works. But uh, Pats don't get that. So Hunter Henry gets 1.7. Exactly. Um, all right. Those are your booms and busts. Anyone, anything else, any other notes you have for the week? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Um, well, let's talk about some waiver wire guys then. Let's let's jump into that. Um, it's going to be an interesting one today. Let's do it. Um, let's start with the quarterback position. A lot of different crap going on. There was like uh, rumors fluttering around, which I don't want nothing to do with Malik Willis, but I did want to start off with this because I think some fantasy people are going to be like, oh, Malik Willis runs it. <laughs> um, I don't know if Ryan Tannehill is going to be in or out this upcoming week, but there was a, um, there was a clip of... Mike Vrabel post game. And they asked him like, Oh, would you, you know, would you go with Malik Willis over, over Ryan Tannehill? Um, if Tannehill's ready to go, you know, you guys are losing games. Like, would you make the switch? And he was like, I'm interested in anything. They'll make the football team better. That kind of thing. So very vague. Not that, oh, interesting. Not that Willis would make the football team better, but he did not, blows, he dude. did not say Ryan Tannehill is my, you want to know his stats guys. on the year real quick. Really bad. Tannehill or Malik Willis. Tannehill. Okay. Two touchdown passes. Uh, okay, yeah. Mac has six more. interceptions. Mac has less than that. Yep. He does have eleven hundred yards. Okay. And his completion percentage is okay. But uh, that's two bad. two touchdowns, six interceptions. That's really bad. What are they yeah. waiting on for Levis? Like, what did Levis do? He's inactive. I know he is. What did he do? Six. By the way, Tannehill also has a sixty-two percent completion percentage, which isn't great. Um. Apparently, in training camp, Malik Willis beat him for the backup role. Yeah, the, Malik Willis had a better camp. Mike Vrabel's a dope. Like freaking, just you have a you have a freaking quarterback you drafted. In, what round? First, second? It was second round, but still. Like let's let's put let's put Levis in the game here, Bubba. Yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't give Levis a shot. I mean, they must. They also, I think, still have vague hope in Malik Willis. But if I were them, I would trade Tannehill, and then rest of the season, I would just. Yeah, Willis is a he's a. I give Willis a you know if you want to give Willis a shot, you think he was better in training camp, whatever. Give him the first crack, and then if he sucks, you go to Levis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so uh, as far as waiver wire ads, um, I don't want to add Willis. <laughs> um, Howell's probably good. Yeah, my boy. <sighs> I can't stand that. I had to like eat that. <laughs> He, where is he? You know what, to be fair guy? though, he's not even that great. He's just kind of like he's good enough. I, I I liked him because I thought he would rush more, but he's not really even rushing. He's doing it passing. 
Yeah. Which is kind of He had one best game of four, but outside of the four-point game in week three, he's had 16, 21, 19, 26, and 18. So he's actually been putting together some decent performances for fantasy football. So that's that's startable. Those Some of those numbers are really startable. You know what I mean? Um, who's he playing this week? The Giants. <sighs> that could be tough. That's a tough one. I don't know if I want to. I'd pick him up because he is having, like, if you're in need of a quarterback, he is yep. having a good season. So it's like, you know, pick him up, see, wh- see where it goes. Um, you know, I wouldn't necessarily start him this week against. Is uh, the, uh... yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, is the Falcons considered a good matchup for who? Uh, well, do you know if, before I answered that question, mm-hmm. can you answer mine? Yeah, I'd say the Falcons are an okay matchup. It's not great. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> We're talking about streaming here. All right. Cleanse your butt cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't, uh, what about wouldn't Josh Dobbs? That. Is he on a buy? No. You want Josh Dobbs, dude. Josh Dobbs has been better for fantasy than you think, my dog. He had he had an okay week or two. Yeah, 25, 17, 23. All right. Last two weeks, week? 10 and 11. Yeah, that's fine. What? Who did he play? Who's he playing this week? Oh, Seattle. He Seahawks. Yeah. I don't love that. That's not, that's not, it's not the right matchup. It's I'm not starting Josh Dobbs, dude. I'm not <laughs> doing it. You, you can't, can't pay me pay money Rick. to do it. You can't pay Rick to start Josh Dobbs. I yeah. won't do it. I mean, Baker's not bad. I don't think Dobbs <laughs> is bad against Seattle. Seattle's not wonderful. I actually want to. I'm, I'm interested in the numbers. Let me just pull up the numbers of what they do. Uh, I gotta think. There's somebody else fantasy points that would probably would um, probably be available. The Seahawks give up 17 fantasy points a game, which is the ninth easiest matchup in fantasy. You like? So. I mean, this guy might be available in your league. He's available in half the leagues. Yeah, Russell Wilson against the Packers. Oh, I mean, you have to add Russ. Russ has got to be an ad. Uh, he's he's had a much better season than like right right now. Russell Wilson he's coming off an eight point week, so there might be some people dropping him. Yeah, that's fair. That was against Kansas City though, um, right on Thursday Night Football. So, which you know, I told you this is what happens. We're getting into the season here. I know. Well, we're about to. Have, I think we're about to have a classic Thursday Night crapshoot this week. Yeah, but. that's that's gonna be fun to break down. Um, but yeah, no, Russ. Russ isn't bad too. I like that one. Um, Jordan Love, if he's available, yeah. Against Denver is a good matchup. You know, we got a good week this week. <laughs> Who's that? Desmond Ritter. I mean, he's had put together two good fantasy weeks: twenty six and nineteen. Mm, might be a stream, might be a streaming option as well. He also had three interceptions. Who the this heck week is he playing for that? Tampa. Uh, that's tough. I don't like that. Yeah, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't stream him this week. Yeah, so Howell's a good stream. Baker's okay. And um and then Russ. I go with those guys. I did no That's a whole lot of mid. Is there no um game changing quarterback out here for you that uh you can take a shot on? No. I, I would say if he's available, my top choice would be Jordan Love. I agree That's with that. Me. I don't think he's available in that many leagues though. He probably not. He might be. Because he was uh, before the bye week, he was very high. Yeah, but he's coming off. I mean, what, what two bad weeks in a row now? I think. No, he had a bye week and then he had eight points the week oh. before. Before that was 23, 20, 25, 19. Was that on Thursday night football? <laughs> that freaking game? Yes, it was. Oh my God, Thursday night football! What do you do to people? <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. Who who is he playing? That might have been. I don't know. I don't remember. It was week five though. Hold on, I'll pull it up. 
He played no, no, that was Monday Night Football. Um, all right. Either way, prime time. He sucked. Um, yeah, no, he was actually. Uh, let's see, through weeks one through four, he was. Um, he was like a top five quarterback. Yeah, he was uh, number three. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. If you get, if he's available, freaking Adam. Like yesterday, I do. I, yeah. If he was in my league and he was available, I'd, my pants would be on the floor because I don't have a quarterback. <laughs> so. It's a good matchup. Um, it's a good matchup. So yeah, those are the quarterbacks. Uh, anybody else? Uh, I think that's about it. Um, all right, let's move to the running back. Still not owned in every league, but I'm just going to throw out there really quick while we start this discussion on the running backs is Tajay Spears. Just get him on your team. Just do it now before Derrick Henry does. He had a real nice run, though, Derrick Henry. Yeah. I mean, he's still Derrick Henry. Oh, I saw him, and I'm like, oh, he's still got a little bit of juice in those legs. He does. It might give out at any moment, though. Kind of like Zeke. I still believe that. Zeke's got a little gas in the tank. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I was watching. I was watching the Pat Sunday, and you know we don't we don't see players with a lot of burst. Okay, coming to town for the last four yeah. years, it's been it's been a little bit. And uh, Zeke does this thing. He's done it his whole career, where he's he's very patient. He waits for something to open up, and uh, right. so it looked like he's just hovering behind the line of scrimmage until he finds some kind of gap. Then he shoots through it. And I remember seeing him do this in Dallas, but it's just stark to see him do it like in a Patriots uniform because I don't see people do this. But he just patiently waited on the line of scrimmage, and then he blew through a hole. And I'm like, yep. whoa, whoa. He's not <laughs> as fast as he used to be, but wow. Okay. Yeah, wow. He's still it's got crazy to see. Anyway, don't pick up Zeke this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that much. But uh, go get Tajay. <laughs> um, if anything happens to Derrick Henry, this guy instantly becomes uh, – a workhorse running back for the Tennessee Titans, which I don't know if you want that, but uh, it's better than anything. So I'd get him. Um, yeah, I agree. But I was going to mention, I know a lot of people are probably not going to talk on these podcasts that you're going to listen to today about Zach Evans. Um, and he is probably my number one ad. And the only re- I'm not even saying start him this week, but this is what happens in the NFL season, especially when a team is not sure who their running back should be. They've been the Rams have been rolling with Kyron the last couple of weeks, and Ronnie Rivers doesn't like he looks like crap when he's on the field. And Williams has been the best running back really at this point that they've had since Todd Gurley because I, there hasn't yeah. been anybody that has really been able to put up numbers um, since him. So they might continue to roll with him, but. He's going to be out. Ronnie Rivers is most likely going to be out. And if those two things do happen, Zach Evans is going to be the starter in this game. I'm not saying start him, but if he, if you pick him up and he does go off in this game, there might be a real situation where they decide to give Zach Evans more runway um, because I do see concerns with Kyron Williams' efficiency. Um, and so like he's scoring touchdowns because they're getting into the red zone and all that good stuff. But... And so fantasy football, he's been fine. But some of his yards per carry totals and his yard per catch totals are not wonderful. So if Zach looks efficiently better, they might try to give him more opportunity. He might win that job. So I'm willing to take the risk on that that Zach Evans situation. Um, I don't know if I'd start him this week. Who, the, who are the Rams playing? Uh, that's a good question. I have to, I'll have to look that up. Oh, that's all right. Don't worry about it. Uh, they are playing the Steelers. Okay, so yeah, that that's not uh, not a horrible matchup for for Zach Evans. So like, I, but I'm not in on starting him. So just keep an eye on the Rams running back room. I I would add him as a possible situation. But um, yeah. So 
who are you looking at this week, Rick, for the running back position? Um, it, it, there's really no one. I'm gonna be honest. There's not really anyone that I like. Okay. Um, I would agree with you. Actually, I think Zach Evans is probably number one. I don't really think there's anyone else out there that's really worth an ad. Yeah. Uh, Tajay Spears, if he's still out there, I think is is fine. Good pickup. Uh, really good handcuff. Kareem Hunt is okay. He's probably not available though in your league. Yep. Um, and then that's really it. Yeah. Gibson got a touchdown this week. He did, but he had four touches. <laughs> Antonio Gibson, man. Yeah, running back position's bleak. It's always it really bleak is. every year. You get like uh, you get to week six. It's because people hoard week running seven. backs. People hoard running backs in fantasy football. Um, all right, let's move to the wide receiver position. Got some interesting guys. Um, I don't even know how Rasheed Rice is available in leagues because I think honestly at this point, hot take, but he's been the best receiver on that football team. I don't even think that's a hot take. I think he's so, the best receiver. Like, if he continues to develop into something, there could be... Like, all it takes is one breakout game. You know what I mean? That's realistically all it takes. And now you're going to get the fantasy people online. Somebody I saw this week said Tajay Spears' breakout game was going to be this Sunday. I saw that, and I'm like, that's for sure not happening. So, there you go, <laughs> bud. That uh, did not happen. But if Rushy Rice does have a really big game at some point where Mahomes yeah. starts targeting him and, and he explodes, like, that might be enough on film for people to be, like, you know, inside the organization to be like, okay, let's get this guy the ball more. Um, and then if that happens you know, you finally get your wide receiver one from Kansas City. So I don't know how he's available in 37.7 point, uh, more than 30. Sorry, he's owned in 37.7% of leagues. I don't know how he's owned in over like 60% of leagues. Yeah, he should be picked up 100%. I mean, just watching the games, he definitely feels like he's their best receiver. Yep, It's kind of not like a a great compliment, uh, but he kind of reminds me of Kendrick Bourne, where he's just, he's able to, when he he can get open sometimes. He's not like the best route runner, but he's good enough. Yeah. And when he has the ball in his hands, he's pretty he pretty good after please. the catch. And he's kind of like a bulldozer type. He's not really like the guy who's gonna make yeah, it. Yeah, the dog's move. a rookie. Just like give him time to develop. You know. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying his ceiling is Kendrick Bourne, is but great. I'm saying he, he has a similar play style. So right now he's he's the same as Kendrick Bourne. This is freaking yeah. This is what the Patriots have. Right. Exactly. So yeah, I, I do like Rasheed Rice though. I'd pick him up. Yeah, I, I agree. He's he's probably uh, my top receiver. Um, I do like Jackson Smith and Jigba this week. Only reason why is I believe one of the one of the Tennessee one of the Seattle Seahawks. I was gonna say Tennessee Titans. Uh, one of the Seattle Seahawks wide receivers is most likely gonna be out this week, but I can't remember which one it was. Oh really? Yeah, I, I think it was DK. DK got hurt in the game, I believe. <coughs> uh, I don't see any reports on either guy. Really? Uh, from what I can tell, oh, Metcalf did get hurt. Okay. In the game, uh, but there's no report on if it's serious or not. Okay. I think he he came back into the game. If he um if he doesn't it play this week for whatever reason, Jackson Smith and Jigba is a good ad. Um. Yeah, I still think he's a good ad just as a stash because like. I mean, he's not doing anything this year, it looks like, but he he's a good enough player where he could just get a random, like, mm-hmm. second half of the season breakout. Yeah. And then if he does that, then you stashed him and now you have him. So mm-hmm. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I don't I got an issue with that either. Um, I'm actually kind of looking. I wanted to say something about this next guy, but 
uh, Josh Downs, every time he's with freaking big, uh, Baker Mayfield, Minshew. every time he's with Gardner Minshew, he seems to have good games. So you're saying rest of the season he's a... Uh... Uh, if Gardner Minshew is playing the rest of the season, then maybe he's a... I think he's a good ad anyway. He's wide receiver 47 right now, so he's probably rostered. Um, he's had 13, uh, 5, 15, and 13 in the last four weeks. So not spectacular, but it is something. Yeah, not it's bad. something. It's something that you don't have right now, right? No, probably not. You're looking. You're looking for something on the waiver wire here. I'm looking for gems. I'm looking for guys who might turn into no doubt. Da- Downs should be owned. I agree with that. Yeah, he's wide receiver from weeks uh, four through uh, three through six. So the last four weeks I just referenced, he is wide receiver twenty four. The Rams game in week four, mm-hmm. that was Anthony Richardson, right? I believe so. I, let me confirm that before I say anything outlandish. <laughs> uh, I just spelled his name wrong. That's great. Okay, so yeah. So Richardson played week four. Yep. Josh Downs had four fantasy points or five fantasy points. Yep. Uh, Minshew played week three, most of week five, and week six. In those games, Josh Downs, Josh Downs 13 fantasy points, 15 oh fantasy points, 13 boy. fantasy points. So uh, he's actually a wide receiver, too, with Gardner Minshew out there. There you go. So Minshew, uh, Josh Downs, definitely a good add. Um, what about yeah. QJ? You like QJ? Uh, yeah, I mean, this is recorded pre Monday night, so I think Monday night's going to be a big test for him. Mm-hmm. See where he's at, but... Uh, even if he sucks, like he's has a chance to be wide receiver two at some point this year yeah. with uh, Mike Williams out. So he should, he should be worth a stash at least. Uh, and then I think Kendrick Bourne should probably be rostered. I know the Patriots absolutely blow chunks, but he is their clear wide receiver one <laughs> right now. He, I think he had 20 fantasy points this week. Yeah. He caught, um, uh, he had, I think 11, 10 catches, 12 targets and 10 catches. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he should be rostered. I mean, this I, is what I'm happens not with lo- the Pats though. Like next week <laughs> he'll get three targets and that'll be it. Yeah. Maybe that might be true, but I feel like he's established himself as the yeah, one. Yeah. yeah stash him, stash him in our uh, league. He's only because of the Patriots. Yeah. And then I have this guy stashed in our home league too, but Jamison Williams, uh, I think last week he was on a snap count. I'm interested to see what his snap count was this week. He only had like three targets, but he did have a like a 45 yard touchdown pass. Yeah. So yeah, he only had a 23 snap percentage, which is really disgusting. I don't know if they're still easing him into it or if that's because if that's what it is rest of the season, then he's not going to be worth it. Right. But if they're still easing him into it, then he could end up being a real steal. Because Dan Campbell said last week that they were going to ease him into the lineup. Yep. But he had a higher snap percentage last week than this week, so I don't really know. Okay. Um, um, but yeah, he, he could be somewhere worth The only for. guy that I wanted to mention, I just don't understand. Like, there's a weird cult, so I pushed back against it, but Rashid Shahid, <laughs> he just keeps yeah. doing dumb things. Well, he's their big play guy. Yeah, so he had 18 points this week. Six targets, two whole catches on those six targets, and 85 right. yards for a touchdown. So <laughs> we can get out of here with that. But he's had 19, course, 10, I and 18. Him. Like, yeah, of course you went up against him and you got that. And he's got four easy matchups coming up. So um, if you're into those little explosion games, 
Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe you can start him over the next couple I mean, of to be fair, possible. what I just talked about, about Jameson Williams is kind of similar to Rashid Shahid. Yeah, it's it is a little bit. But JMO has the name uh, value, though. JMO has the name value, and he's in a better offense. And he's also, what, a top 12 pick? <laughs> yeah. How many games so. does he, like, not do well for us to say he's a bust at this point? Jameson Williams? Yeah. Well, he's only played two games this year, and he had a decent game this week. He had like 15 fantasy points. Yep. Well, so, I mean, but is. if he does this, I would say like if they get to the bye yeah. and he puts up two points and two points or something like that, then yeah, he's you're cooked. Yeah. But I don't even think it's really him. I think that the Lions love to draft skilled players yep. really high and then not use them. Yeah, it's fun, isn't it? <laughs> but nobody can bat an eye because they're great. Well, because they have a good offense coordinator and a good offensive line and a good run game and Amron Ross St. Brown. So, like, who cares if they don't coach. use James Williams and Jameer Gibbs? Sexy head coach, Dan Campbell, baby. Gosh, he's so annoying. Um, Luke, love hate relationship with Dan Campbell. Let's talk about. Let's talk about this. I, I'm I'm all in. Like, dude, I want this team going to the Super Bowl. I'm I like the Lions. I I overall like Dan Campbell, but he's just like. I if know. I was a Lions what if it's fan, not him? what if it's not him? What if it's what if their personnel decisions are left up to uh, your guy there, offensive coordinator Ben Johnson? Yep. I mean, it might be. I'm not even saying that. Like Dan Campbell literally does nothing in terms of that's, their strategic game planning. That's strong. That's strong. the defense. He leaves the defense you coordinator. Don't know that. The offense. He leaves the offense coordinator. You don't know. And that. Then, you think Dan Campbell out here? Dude, there was yes. a little play last He's year where they did dumb. a action to he play the sword. NFL. He didn't even know what was happening. He, he didn't played, even know that the play was going when on. When was this? This was last year. Yeah, ben this... Johnson runs that offense, dude. That is a Ben Johnson offense. All right. Dan Campbell might have a little sprinkle in there, but he's just dude, to get the guys going. I think I he's not a. I don't think he's dumb, dude. That's not saying he's he dumb, played, but he I, just, I don't think he does a lot there. He, he I did, still like Dan Campbell though. Don't get me wrong. He did his. I time. do. He did his time. I think he's a little overrated. All ah, right. See now you're because he's everybody's. You know, twelve. It's and the new shiny toy. Twelve and two. But Ben uh, Ben Johnson. If you want to give anyone credit, you are already, you are lubed up for Ben Johnson. I dude. They have a top five offense, and he is the guy that runs the offense. The guy so, who's yes. not giving Jameer Gibbs the snaps, and he's all excited. Yeah. Well, that I don't like, but that's more of a. I could I could rant about Shamir Gibbs and Jason Williams, but I won't do that. Well, we gotta move on. <laughs> we gotta move on. Um, all right, tight ends. Uh, Rick and I can pick one. I'm gonna give Rick the easy one. Uh, Michael Mayer had a good game last night uh, against the New England Patriots, and um, he's a rookie, trying to trying to find his way in the wilderness. Um, but he had a decent week this past week and some catches. He was top five at quarter at the quarterback position, 12 and a half fantasy points. Hasn't really had a whole ton of opportunity, but if you're into um, shot plays that could potentially develop into something later in the season, Michael Mayer may be your dude. And um, I'd add him just as a speculation if you got roster space um, and and uh, see what happens with him over the next couple of weeks. Because uh, especially if, if Hoya has to play, because Jimmy G hurt his hip or whatever the frig. Yeah. Um, I, I would, I'm, I think Michael Mayer is going to get thrown the ball a lot, but I liked Michael, Michael Mayer coming out of college. And if he starts to string a couple, uh, string two cup. Wow, bro. What is wrong with my vocabulary? Bring a couple games together, stringing a couple games together. Then there could be some situations where, um, Mayer ends up being really good. So 
No, I like it. You know, he, his snap percentage has gone up every single week outside of week one to week two. Yeah, Josh, that went down. Josh is like since week two, we it's need, gone up every week. We need Michael. We need you to be Gronk <laughs> in this offense. No, that's a good one. You said you would leave the easy one to me, but I don't like anyone else on this list. Oh, okay. I'd probably say Luke Musgrave. Yeah, I was gonna say Luke Musgrave is the I, easy one because he's I ranked still don't, top ten right know, now. I guess, but he he did have a lot of targets last week, and then he's got an easy matchup against Denver and pretty easy schedule going forward. So. Luke Musgrave is probably a decent ad. I would also like to say, I mean, we're recording this before Monday Night Football, mm-hmm. so things could change. I think Gerald Everett's going to have some opportunity to have some good weeks without Mike Williams going forward. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, there you go. These are your waiver wire pickups and booms and busts for the week. All that good goobledy gop. Uh, we have Thursday night preview coming up. Jaguars at Saints. We're going to break down that game, break down everything that's happening in it, and give you some fantasy advice for that. I'll talk to you later, guys. Bye, yeah. See you. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.